make sure that as we're out there and we're doing this and the challenges come and the, the times of being alone come around and the times of lack of funding or whatever, you know, to just continually remind ourselves that this is God's ministry and He's over this and we're just uh, people that He uses to do this. Yep. But with that comes the responsibility of doing the things that we know it takes to do that. So God opens a door, we still got to walk through it working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Priority Podcast. Glad that you're here joining us today. Woo! What's going on, Steve? Happy hands from Steve. What up, everybody? (laughs) It's been that kind of week, isn't it? It has been. Got to laugh or you'd cry. That's right. Exactly right. Good call. Uh huh. Except for the story we're going to talk about, we're gonna just we, we gonna jump into story time for Steve. We're gonna thing. we're gonna skip the banter today uh, because we're recording this on a Friday, and neither one of us has the energy to <laughs> give each other crap. <laughs> and we're gonna just jump right into uh, story time with Steve. And the three fourths of people who listen to this who know us are like, "Yes, it's Friday. We get it. We get it." That's right. <clears throat> the rest of you just stay along for the ride. So interesting story, Mr. Brad. So we had a club this year that decided to look up the club training online. Mm-hmm. Christina connects with those out of our national office mm-hmm. and launched their club in Alabama. No chapter, no district, just yep. people burdened for their campus. Yep. Students excited about their campus. Yeah. <clears throat> And those students started on January 18th mm-hmm. with 23 students, which wow. applause, applause to them. That right? is pretty way good. To launch with, way to launch with 23 students. Yeah. The following week, they had 28, as they reported to Christina. The following mm-hmm. week, they had 40. Yeah. The week after that, they had 83. What? That's awesome. That's the greatest part. What's and the- then on invite on invite invite week, uh-huh. They had a hundred and forty students wow. show up for invite week. Wow, that's awesome. And well, get ready. 23 of those put their hope in Christ that day. All right. Right. What? <laughs> Happy hands. Happy hands. What? That's right. Get them out again. That's that's awesome. That is awesome. Night. It's cool. When uh, called people answer the call and they go do what God's opening the door for, uh, that's that's what you can see. It's yeah, you don't we have can to build systems. We can mm-hmm. build chapters. That's right. We can put staff in place. Yep. We cannot build authentic burden. Yeah, we can only we can only serve it. The best thing we can do is get out of God's way and let him go. Good night. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I don't, that happened on February fifteenth, eighteenth, something like that. So I don't have exact numbers since then. Yep. But praise God for what He is doing on that particular campus. They launched very well. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. we love it. We love it. Well, as we said a couple of weeks ago, you know, we had seventeen new clubs uh, launch uh, just in the last month. Again, um, this one was before that, but. I mean, it's it's crazy that we're in the springtime. We're we're looking at the end of the year, right? We're looking. I'm starting to look at this fall 
you know, what are the, what's the club guide? We're finalizing some of that stuff for next year. And, and here we are starting new clubs and seeing the fruit of the labor from that. It's awesome. Huge. Mm-hmm. Announcements. If I can just keep jumping um, Please. Keep forward uh, as we advertise, we've got that second scholarship coming. So keep the applications coming. We just posted uh, we, well, we regularly post uh, that scholarship on our socials, and that's been getting a lot of shares and a lot of traction by some of our staff. So keep sharing that with students, getting the word out there. I uh, love the applications coming in. Got a lot of high quality student leaders. We, we've known that, but when they start applying for uh, for scholarships and you put a name to it and hear their story, it's pretty pretty phenomenal. So super excited to maybe tell some of those stories here in the next few podcasts or once we get through the application process anyway. So yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait at all. Uh, And the other thing, the other announcement is that spring meeting registration is live. So if you want to come join us in Nashville or Tampa, uh, it's noon to noon. So one hotel room night is what it, what it'll cost you. I think we have like a 20, $25 registration fee on it just to, you know, put your feet to the fire kind of a deal. But um, come join us. We'll talk about this school year, what went well, what didn't go well, and we'll put some of those resources in your hand as well for next fall and start talking about um, the direction we see the Lord leading for next year. So should be good. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yep, love, yep. It, love it. What are we talking about? Well, this, you, Steve? I was just going to say you had a good conversation with the big boss, the headmaster, right. the guy on the top of the rope. Mr. Mm-hmm. El Presidente, exactly right. <clears throat> yep. So uh, set us up for the conversation with Mark. Uh, we just had a, a good updated conversation. We we tried not to go too deep, uh, kept it pretty simple. Um, he, he gave us some updates. Obviously, you all heard from Dell, our new guy. He talked about Dell for a little bit. He talks about chapters and districts and current numbers. And it's just a kind of a, a ministry report in the moment is what I'll call it. So. It was a good conversation. That's great. Well, let's jump in and then we'll uh, connect afterwards. Sounds good. Well, as Steve said, I've got Mark Robbins, president himself of First Party of America with me today. Mark, thanks for joining. Hey, Brad. Thanks for having me on. It's good to, uh, good to sit down and chat with you. Um, I know a lot of our listening audience has been familiar with you through the years, but there's a lot of new people listening as well, so it'll be good to for them to hear your voice and your heart and, uh, yeah, where First Party of America is going. So uh, why don't you take a moment and, yeah, for those who don't know yet, introduce yourself a little bit. Give us an update of what's going on in your life. Yeah, glad to do that, Brad. Yeah, I'm, uh, well, Mark Robbins, obviously, I'm excited to be able to sit on here today and share and discuss some of the things that are happening. I've been, wow, 26 years at this, started out as a director many many moons ago and mm-hmm. uh, just been passionate about first priority all these years and have obviously watched the highs and lows of this but uh feel like uh that uh scripture says for such a time as this it feels like the first priorities days are uh actually just starting in a lot of ways for me particularly so yeah that's very exciting to know um many may or may not know i've had a pretty extensive health battle since last August. Um, God's been faithful through that. It was pretty challenging at times, but uh, the last four to five weeks, I've started some rehab and things that's been uh, very helpful. And I see uh, my body continuing to heal and get stronger. So uh, I want to 
tell everyone I appreciate the prayers for that. But uh, yeah, so God's been good, and I'm uh, excited about the direction First Priority's heading, where we're going, uh, and that includes those that have been doing this for 20 years and those that just started in the last year. So uh, yeah. really, really fortunate to have God's favor and hand on what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What about a family update? You got anything going on in the family? Yeah, I got a few things. The family, wife and I are celebrating 35 years of marriage this year. And then uh, all my children are well. They're scattered out across the country. One up in Pennsylvania. She's uh, started her own practice as a psychologist and a counselor. I got a daughter and son-in-law in Nashville. And my son and his wife are in Charlotte. The, the best news is grandbaby number three is coming. That's right. Next month. Right. So uh, we'll have three of those excited about that and it's awesome yeah everything is good um family is awesome and we're very blessed that's right that's right cool congratulations on the third yeah thank you yes yes so uh yeah first priority latest happenings we've been hearing a lot of things this past 18 months about districts um the, the three districts that have been going for a while well for a while they've all been going on their own accord right they didn't all start at the mm -hmm. same time um, right. each its own process of raising some funds and hiring staff, but how's that going? And, uh, yeah, where, where are things going? Yeah, that's a really good conversation to have. You know, the districts are under the, a new model. And of course this was, uh, well thought out and prayed over, but, uh, obviously with that has brought us a lot of, uh, challenges early on, a lot of things that, you know, we had to, work through and put in place and you know as you know working here we got hit with some curveballs here and there but uh, yep. I think uh, I love what our board says about that that uh, a lot of the problems we're experiencing today are really good problems they're yes. things that uh, are bringing fruit and they're just things you got to work through so uh, I liken it to you know a startup business or whatever you, you yep. put your plan together you think about everything you need and you get get going in the process and six months in you go, wow, we, we should have done that. Or we forgot yep. to do this or we're yep. missing that. So yep. those are things that we're navigating, but all in all, I think it's been, um, it's been really well. I see the, the, some of those places reaching the hill, you know, the, the leadership, it's interesting. We've hired folks that had first priority experience, some yep. limited. We hired some that had a lot of first priority experience. And then we hired folks that the first time they heard of us was when they got on a, an interview yep, or looked exactly. at the website. So mm -hmm. that brings a whole set of challenges, you know, yep. because you got folks over here that can take off running. And then you got folks over here that you got to push them in the baby carriage uh, to use an analogy until they yep. can walk on their own. So that's right. Uh, so it's been uh, it's been interesting. It's been very rewarding and but uh, comes with challenges. So, well, that's, that's one of the things. Expected. Yeah, that's one of the things. One of my favorite quotes that you've given me recently is uh, when Carrie Brown said to you, our board chair said to you, it's about time we're having that problem. <laughs> because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we're growing and we're expanding and and, you know, it's a different set of problems than than when you're maintenance, maintenance thing or trying to change stuff. We're not trying to change things. Right. When when you right. say doing a new model, um, the ministry is still the same. It's just simply first party of America has never taken on direct field ministry in our 501c3, right? It's mm -hmm, we're great. hiring, we're raising the money and hiring the staff ourselves rather than just empowering others to go out and start their own 501c3 to do this. So that's the new model, just for clarity, for those of you who haven't had 
wind of this before. Um, yes. Where the where the funds are being raised and which 501c3 we're using. The ministry is still networking the church to help students reach students in their school. So that's exactly right. Nothing's changed about our DNA. It's just a little bit of our structure. And you know, it's it's really franchise model and corporate stores. You know, if you want yeah. to put it in business lingo, we've got a lot of franchise models out there that we're have been very successful over the years. And in reality, a lot of the best practices and how-tos and things that we have put in place for the new corporate model, if you will, yeah. is came out of those areas. So right. you know, that's that's been that was very helpful to us when we started putting things together and thinking about how to's not to change the mission or the vision. Yep. Uh, but what do we need to put a corporate store in place versus a franchise model? So, yep. Yep. Well, we've heard a lot about the three because Tennessee one, Kansas city, Fort Worth, we've been talking about them a lot. What's, I know there's a couple dates on the calendar here this spring for some new places. What's going on in potentially new areas? Yeah, that's a good question. So, be praying, everyone. April the 6th, we have uh, our fundraising event in Springfield, Missouri, which will hopefully finalize the resources that we need to launch what will be called First Priority the Ozarks. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty excited about that. Jeff Stanford's there, longtime staff member of First Priority South Florida. So yep. we sure are a leg up in that area in terms of ministry and how that should get going. In fact, Jeff, Jeff already has clubs going. so. Uh, Yep. Yeah. And uh, for those that don't know, we do have a, a first priority process now that we're following a, a proven process. And that's yep. really been working well in getting new places up and running. So Springfield, Ozarks is kind of in step two of that. Yep. Got some financial commitments, get the rest of those. And we'll put put that dot on the map, hopefully in the next 60 days or so. Right. Uh, Justin Terrio, that was with Steve Cherico in Nashville for a few years. His director has moved to Cincinnati following the same process he's yep. uh, not too far behind jeff but uh every place as you know brad we've learned the timing's different so all different yeah you just keep walking and doing the things you know to do and uh you know getting the meetings you know you need to have and connecting with the right folks and god's timing yep. Yep. things come together so um, right I'm excited about both of those because we have experienced people in the field already so those those are going to be two really good markets i think they are and justin starting clubs already as well he's that's right 10 months up there living networking trying to find those key influencers yeah to raise raise the budget really uh, mm-hmm. to get started full but he's still, he still he can't take can't take uh justin out of the ministry he's still starting clubs while he's trying to get the the key influencers to the table and and it's pretty cool to watch him him go and grow so that is, it's very exciting. And of course, we won't, we don't have to get into much more of this today, but you know, there are three, four, five other places that yep. God's stirring people's hearts that uh, yep. there's interest, uh, whether that's a business leader or uh, churches. And uh, so, what I love about what we're doing though, Brad, is just we're, we're really focusing on staying disciplined on how to do this, which is yep. once again, you know, you, that principle applies in business or, uh, you know, a start, church startup, a church plant. There are certain things you just have to follow to, to that you know are going to generate success. So we're continuing yep. to try to do that. But ultimately, it comes down to God's timing. God's what's the Holy Spirit saying? Who's He raising yeah. up? And yep. that's really what we uh, I love about our organization, our board, and our team is 
we're not just waking up and looking at the map and going, hey, let's throw a dart up here in the Midwest and see what happens. We're really strategically trying to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit right? as well as uh, who he puts in our path. So, yeah. Well, and it's a, it's a ripple effect. We've talked about that uh, often or through the years, right, for a long time that you drop a rock in the pond and that ripples out. And some mm-hmm. of those areas are ripples from Tennessee one. You drop a rock over there in Greenville and that ripples down into other areas. Same thing with Fort Worth. So some of those potential areas, we're just seeing that ripple where people are hearing about first priority. So I would say to our listening audience, if you know people in Cincinnati or or the Ozarks, uh, Springfield, um, have connections over there, um, shoot them a message. Say, hey, have you heard about us? And uh, it'd be a good thing for them to get involved whether it's before or after the luncheons happen, it's irrelevant. They can still be part of the network and helping this thing get up mm-hmm. off the ground. Yeah, that's a really good word, Brad. I, w- I would strongly encourage folks listening to think about that. When you hear places that we feel like God's leading this organization, if you've got folks that you know, connect them to us. Yep. Well, let's, uh, let's talk first party as a whole for a moment, because I know as far as our stats goes, um, we're, we're back. We're back. Right, pre-COVID, we are back. Post-COVID, <laughs> we are back. Uh, we're there, right? Yes, we are. Because uh, well, we're 836 clubs, yeah, uh, which is a little bit higher than where we where we were, as you mentioned, uh, pre-COVID. The thing about that is, 48 of those 836 are in these new districts. Yep. Uh, so that's exciting. That's brand new territory that we're hopefully regaining from the enemy. That's right. So that's that's extremely encouraging. A lot some of that growth is, uh, you know, older chapters and places that have gotten back to capacity where they were. And some of that yep. is also new growth. We have some chapters that have expanded. So that's very exciting. One of the numbers I love to just see and think about is we've trained more students than ever yep. to lead these clubs. Obviously, more clubs, you should train more students, but that number's right significantly higher we've hit a tipping point with that and i think you know because we're student-led and there are rows uh, it encourages me to see that number grow because I, I know that more students are owning their faith and leading out in their school well i think i don't i didn't go back and look at all the numbers before we recorded this but we're at 4,654 student leaders trained mm. it's almost a thousand kids if again if memory serves me correctly we were in the 36 hundred right. range pre-COVID. We've got a thousand more students and about the same number of clubs. I think we peaked, like we said, maybe 870 at one point, but we ended mm-hmm. pre-COVID right in that 833 range. We're at 836 now. So yeah, we're seeing some fruit of that, right? There's we are. A lot of things. God is definitely moving in those clubs. Mm-hmm. It is. And I love that we're, one of the things we're measuring or monitoring, if you will, is you know, what churches are partnering with us and that there are several ways to define that, you know, it's not just, are they sending funding and resources to the ministry, but are they, you know, are their students leading? Is their youth pastor engaged? Are they endorsing first priority from the pulpit? Those types of things. And if they're doing one or two or all of those, you know, we consider them partnering with us. So watch that number on the uptick is really exciting because we're a strategy for the local church. So uh, the more of that we see, the more we know we're fulfilling what we're, God's called us to do. And and to me, that the fact that we're tracking that number uh, just confirms that you always have to be getting better, right? We've talked about that we're networking the church mm-hmm. for 
as long as First Priority has been around, we've been a network of churches, right? A strategy for the church, but we didn't start tracking that number until December. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to get, let's, let's figure that out. And, and go yeah, but yeah, in the three months that uh, our, our chapter and district leaders have started reporting, we've got 1,119 churches that are involved in those 836 clubs. So there are more churches involved than there are clubs, which which is super exciting. Um, that really is, yeah. Part that's of very exciting. Mm-hmm. that's very exciting. Yeah. So, uh, and that's that's part of it, you know, is um, being a strategy for the church. You know, that's one of the pieces we don't want to leave out. You know, in fact, that's, right. that's on the front end uh, because yep. we want these students plugged back in. So, yeah, yeah, very important. Cool. What else we got? What else is new? I know there's. Well, yeah, I was going to just jump next there. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, right. one of the things I'm really excited about is we've hired uh, Dale Wright. I think you had him on a podcast last week, maybe. Yep. Uh, Our audience has uh, yeah been yeah. introduced to him, kind of. Yep. yep. So Dale uh, brings a lot of experience to us. Uh, as, as he mentioned, you know, years with uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes. So he's very familiar with campus ministry and uh, the organizational structure. And, you know, obviously it's a learning curve for him. Because first party is way different than all of those other organizations out there, but Dell's doing a great job of getting integrated into um, who we are and what we do, and I think he's going to bring a lot of good uh, leadership and uh, things to our ministry, uh, not just with yep. the new districts, but across the board. He's uh, talented in a lot of ways and has some some good vision and ideas and things for us as we continue to grow. So I think uh, I'm excited for everyone to get to meet him and. Yep. spend some time with him because I think uh, they're going to find Dale's position and role with us very valuable and supportive. That's right. That's right. Well, and one of the things uh, that I loved about, you know, when he gets on on the call um, and he tells his story, his story is about Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. And he brings a lot of gifts. He brings 30 years of experience, uh, the whole works. But when it push comes to shove and you you get to know him, um, he is the real deal. And, and his heart is for helping people come to know the Lord and to lead out in that um, and make the world a better place. So it is, it is super cool to have yeah, him. I, I couldn't agree more. So uh, I won't get into, I'm excited about some things he's going to start working on that we'll introduce to uh, the first priority world at the conference and some other things. I think we got plans to do, but I think he's going to add a lot of value to yep. uh, old and new. I know he's, I know he's challenging us at the national level already being a part of our executive team on our weekly staff calls. He's going to be a good, uh, good asset to this organization. That's right. That's right. Cool. The other thing I'm excited about is, you know, um, I know we've got new places, but we got 23 ish, I think 22 ish chapters, first priority that are out there that is folks that have been in the trenches for decades, some of them. And, Yep. really had their hands on the plow and staying focused. Uh, well, I'll sidetrack on that. That was an interesting conversation I had did have with Dale before he came in was, you know, one of the things about First Priority is we know it works. We know it. it's uh, very effective if it's kept in its simplest form and it stays focused on right. what we do, which is being uh, evangelism focused inside the middle and high school campuses through student-led clubs. So uh, my years of experience you know, watching some come and go is people that get sidetracked or get off, uh, you know, move the plumb line a little bit over here. And I think when I think about the 22 
that are still out there, the first thing that comes to mind is they've just stayed the course. They've kept the main thing, the main thing, and uh, been the best at what first priority is in their part of the world. So, uh, but what we've also found is uh, while that's very true, there's still a lot of those 22 that need uh, some encouragement and some strong support from time to time. They need, you know, fresh ideas and resources and things like that. We've really upped our game, I think, in helping provide those, but uh, we're actually going to got a couple of staff positions that are going to start being more integrated and tied into those folks uh, in in roles of a consultant and a liaison, you know, where we can just stay in better communication and relationship with them and encourage them and and actually help some of them. As you know, we got several that are saying, hey, we'd like to revamp, you know, we'd like to restructure, we'd like to redo some things. And I think about Debbie down in Birmingham, you know, that's kind of what they did. And man, they're just blowing and going, right? Because they just went back to the basics of life. If you're old enough, you'll remember that old song by For Him, but that's what they've done. They just, hey, this is what made First Priority what it was 25 years ago. We're going to go back and start that over because, you know, lost some ground or gotten off track. So we're going to nationally start investing time and resources into existing chapters that have been around a while to help them uh, get capacity or whatever it is they need from us. Correct. Well, it's, I mean, we, we know what it is, right? We we're, we most of us struggle with raising funds and starting clubs. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's if we, it. If we can come in and, and help you figure that out and, and it gets overwhelming. I know for, for me, first priority is a compelling vision uh, to take the hope of Christ to every student. We all want to do it. And uh, oftentimes, though, we we chunk off too big of an area to say, hey, I want to take the hope of Christ to every student in the state of Tennessee. You know, let's go. Right. And man, how how am I going to do that? Well, these first 90 days, I'm going to start these three schools. Right. And then 90 days after that, I'm going to start three more schools. And Mm -hmm. I'm probably not going to say the state of Tennessee. I'm going to say these two or three counties. And that's right. Just make it measurable, right? And and that's, that's exactly pretty right. much what we're going to do. Is like you said, we're trying to stay disciplined as a national organization, follow the processes that we've set out in front of ourselves, and we're we're going to help you too if that's what you want as a chapter leader. Um, just to walk through that and what can we mm-hmm. do these ninety days to make us a little bit better? A little that's bit. That's good. Well, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's it's just the simple of things. You know, the same budget you were working off of ten years ago can't be the same today you know times have changed things have changed you know the same plans or goals you had 10 years ago you know those need to be revised those need to be rethought they need to be re-looked at and you know by the local boards and people so i think part of what we want to do is just get in here and say hey you know are are you satisfied are you at capacity is this you know you feel like you're reaching every place god's called you to reach if so then let's go be the best at it but if not Let's, you know, what can that look like in the next three to five years? And I know you know as well as I do, and talking to folks, most all of our leaders, they want to reach as many kids as many schools as they can. Yep. So uh, we're we're gonna while we are starting new districts, we are also going to catch up over here in this chapter lane, if you will, and start really trying to support folks and uh growing where they're at. It's good. It's good. Yep. Well, as we start uh, thinking about landing the plane with this podcast episode, um, yeah, got any words of encouragement for our, our leaders, whether they be 
club coaches, area coordinators, directors, student leaders, got any words of, of wisdom for them this spring? Yeah, I would. A couple of things come to mind when you ask that question. One is I would, um, you know, to make sure that as we're out there and we're doing this and the challenges come and the, the times of being alone come around and the times of lack of funding or whatever, you know, to just continually remind ourselves that this is God's ministry and he's over this and we're just uh, people that he uses to do this. And yep. But with that comes the responsibility of doing the things that we know it takes to do that. So my second challenge is, you know, let God be God, but also realize that there are specific things we have to be doing to make this work. If God opens a door, we still got to walk through it. Yep. You know, that kind of thing. So, uh, you know, maybe challenging as school's going out, you know, looking at ourselves personally. Hey, am I doing everything God's called me to do in this? Secondly, are there things that I need to work on over the summer going into next school year? Uh, what is that? Do I need a new vision plan? Do I need a new budget? Do I need, does my board need revamp? Does, you know, what are those things that, that I know being on the inside as a local director, that if I can, God can help me revise those, that's going to up the game for the ministry and help us to be more effective and reach more kids. So yeah. let God be God and, and, but make sure we're doing the things we know it takes to do this. Yeah. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy. That's right. <laughs> there you go. Well, and, and don't be afraid of it either. Your, your comments remind me of the book, The God Ask, where, where Steve Shadrach talks about, you know, God knows who he has in place to fund the ministry that you do. He knows the people he has in place to, uh, to coach the club and be the teacher sponsor, but you're not going to know unless you go shake their hand, right? That's right. You go shake yeah. their hand and find out if this is the person that God has to partner with you, whether it be volunteering their time or their resources to, to be part of the first party movement in your area. Mm -hmm. That's so true because, you know, a lot of the donors that we have at First Party of America, several of them have been around for years and they were sitting in a church queue on a Sunday morning when someone talked about First Party and made yep. an a, a intentional effort to get involved uh, in that. So, uh, yeah, there's I think that's very important to, to realize that God's got the people out there. We just got to get in front of them, get access yep. to them. That's right. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us Great. today, Mark. It's an honor to have you on the on the show, and uh, let's, I don't know when the last time it was you were on, but let's not uh, wait so long to have you on. <laughs> I agree. I like seeing you and Steve smiling faces, so thank you. Right. That's right. Cool. Well, Brad, always grateful when Robbins takes a moment to uh, come and update us on all the things that are going on nationally and that he sees locally, and yep. what, was, what was your biggest takeaway from that conversation? Um. Well, I mean, just there's a lot of good things happening. We're having a lot of, um, you know, good problems like we talked about. Mark yeah. and I talked about there. Carrie's quotes about, you know, we're finally having that issue. It's about time we're having that problem because it's yeah. growth problems, not, you know, maintenance or or anything else. It's like, hey, we're adding staff. We're adding people. We're we're trying to, to grow. Um and, and things are moving forward and, and we're back. I mean, obviously one of the most exciting things, I didn't think it would take this long, but you know, we all think things are going to happen quicker than they actually do. Right. But we're back to, you know, pre COVID numbers, as far as clubs go, 
We're a thousand over student leaders trained. So we expect to see, you know, the salvations at the end of this year hit um, where we were pre-COVID as well. And and it's yeah. just good to be on a solid foundation and just seeing the ministry move forward. God blessing it. Kids are passionate. They're talking about spiritual things in their schools. They're hungry for it. And it's just a good moment to be in with first priority. Agreed. 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 And I like that you talked about the staff that we're adding and mm-hmm. the team that we're adding and what we're trying to do there. And I know there's more of that coming because there's still some seats to be filled. So I enjoyed yep. that as well. That's right. <clears throat> you know, my biggest takeaway was actually not from your conversation with Mark, but your setup. And that is, I'm grateful that you've given Dell a nickname, which will be his nickname for the next six months, which is new guy. No new longer guy. shall he be called Dell or <laughs> Mr. Dell Wright. Uh-huh. Uh, he should be called new guy for the next six months. And I don't know. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Dell's listening. I don't know why we didn't just start that 90 or so days ago when he started. Sure. New guy. So, like Is this yeah, the moment so, where we all get nicknames and we start mocking each other like middle school? Am I going to have fun? <laughs> doing well, it's probably why we need a female co-host on the podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> it may become that. Yep. Yep. Well, it's been fun working with you folks and uh, being in front of you. <laughs> Oh, great. Um, well, good conversation. Always great to have Robbins on the line. We don't get that much. So good right. for everybody to hear from him and excited Agreed. about our next one next week. Agreed. Well, that was a good conversation. Thanks for joining me, Steve. And uh, until next week, we'll talk again.